Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. As we round out the month of October, close to the end of the last weekend of uh, October in college football and heading toward the crucial month of November, it's time to take a pause and look at some teams that are not elite, that maybe people thought were elite um, and maybe taking a step back. USC, Penn State, again, falling short. Clemson, not even a factor in the ACC at this point. The Big 12, got some interesting um, uh, race coming down, as it always seems to be, but is it going to end up with the two teams that are leaving for the SEC battling it out, or is someone else, as we've seen in the past, surprise and make a strong run at the end? All of that and more as we break down college football uh, on this uh, edition of the Landry Football Podcast, part of the Landry Football Podcast Network, which you can get by subscribing, liking, and sharing the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Also a reminder, you can get detailed breakdowns of the world of college football and NFL at LandryFootball.com. You can get NFL, college football, breaking down everything. Whether you're into football for the gaming or fantasy football or want to learn more about the game from a coaching and a scouting perspective, we got it covered for you. You want to know what coaches are on the hot seat in college football. You want to know the breakdowns of all the games this past weekend College of the NFL, whatever is your pleasure on football, we got it covered for you from a coaching, playing, um, scouting, front office perspective, college or NFL, players, teams, coaches, schemes, we got it covered for you at LandryFootball.com, which is why you need to come on board today. Try it out for a month. Uh, just check it out. It's less than $10 a month. So you can try it out. Uh, if you are, so inclined, you can try it out for six months, which is a cheaper price, a cheaper rate than uh, the monthly charge. Then the best deal that we've got going is our football season sale, the 12-month package, which will not only get you through the season, but it'll get you through uh, the scouting season, free agency, the draft, recruiting transfer portal, the coaching searches that are going to be big in November, December. That is going to get you 
the best deal, the best information all year long, LandryFootball.com is where you want to go. Uh, if you take a look at this past weekend, and we certainly recap each and every week on Sunday morning for you what happened, but we want to go into a little bit more detail. And this past week, so I share close calls. We saw Ohio State make its case as a playoff team with a second statement win of the season. Um, leaving the impression that it could get even better. Washington survived a, a scare that might help them in the long run. We'll see. But on the other hand, you got USC falling further and further behind, which we have talked about USC's style and culture and how they build their program under Lincoln Riley. It's not a USC thing, folks. It's a Lincoln Riley thing. It's a Lincoln-Riley thing in Oklahoma. It's now a Lincoln-Riley thing at USC. People don't seem to get it. People think, oh, Lincoln-Riley's a great offensive coach. All he needs to do is hire the right defensive coordinator. It has nothing to do with the defensive coordinator. It has everything to do with Lincoln-Riley as a head coach. Lincoln-Riley wants his defense to be the second-class citizen of the team. He wants to win aesthetically with his offense. He wants to be the hero of the story. He wants to win with his offense because that's what he likes and that's what emboldens him instead of understanding that playing complementary football is the key to being a championship team. You have to play some level of defense. Yes, the game of football is gone more towards offense over the years because of the rule changes, because I think you can have a better impact in recruiting in high school with all the seven-on-seven, seven, the ability to practice all your long skill position. There's no question. That if you're not successful offensively, if you're not taking advantage of that, you're not going to achieve your optimal level. It needs to be a lot of offensive focus. But if you're not balanced at a championship level, it is one thing to be at East Carolina. It's one thing to be at a have-not program at a school that doesn't normally get the elite talent. It's one thing to have a fun style, offensive style that maybe you don't have the opportunity to get defensive players. But when Lincoln was was at East Carolina as an offensive coordinator, this is a perfect fit. And if he had gone to a smaller school, it makes sense to do that. But at, at Oklahoma and at USC, where you can get big-time talent level on defense, that's one thing. His philosophy. His approach in recruiting, in how he practices, doesn't put enough emphasis on defense. And when you have that, you have an imbalanced team. So what it means is not doesn't mean that you can't win. It doesn't mean you can't be successful. And it doesn't mean that in a given year, you might not be able to pull it off and become a team that can win with offense and win it all but to sustain success 
you've got to be balanced. You've got to be able to run a two-minute offense, which they can, but you've also have to have the ability to be a four-minute offense that can control the ball. You've got when you're up 45 to 10, you've got the game won. You need to be able to run the football, play good defense, have four-minute drives, five-minute drives, control the game. That's having multiple tools in your toolbox to win. When you do that, it allows you a chance to be successful when your offense is slowed down by somebody. You see, regardless how good you are, you're bound to have a bad day for some reason on some aspect of your team. Your high-flying offense, a windy day, a rainy day, a day in which you lose a couple key skill position guys, or you play a really good championship caliber defense, can't run up and down the field. Well, can you run the football, line it up, and run right at somebody? which then will allow you maybe to have some success working the ball down the field. Can you be defensively stout enough to stop and get stops so that maybe you can win a game 2017? You know, it's even in games that they win, they're beating a very bad Colorado team defensively. And the game's over, but because they have this style that constantly puts their defense on the field in bad situations, Colorado comes back, almost has a chance to win it. Well, that's the alarming sound right there. You can't, you've got to fix it before you end up playing a Notre Dame team that's pretty good defensively and pound you. Then what do you do? Can you come up with defensive stops? No. Can you run the football? No. Well, then you become just a talented team that underachieves. If you're going to be at a big-time place like USC, where the expectations are going to the national playoffs and winning, you're going to have to be more balanced. Balance is not for aesthetic sake. It's having multiple tools in your toolbox so that you can adjust on the fly. Be able to win a different style. They can only win one way. And right now, the Pac-12 is a very good league. That's very balanced. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And you play a balanced, well-coached team in Utah, and they beat you. Oh, they will play right with Utah. It's not like, well, Utah's better they're not better usc's more talented usc's a better 
Co uh, Utah's a better coach team. Utah's more balanced. That's how they're able to beat a more talented, more explosive USC because they're balanced and they can find a way to do a job, multiple ways to do something. USC can't do that. The Big 12 is once again a pretty unpredictable league. In the past three years, you know, for the past several years, the past three years, just one team, Oklahoma, in 2020 has returned to the conference title game in consecutive years. Neither Baylor, Iowa State, nor Oklahoma State won more than seven games in the season following their appearance. This year's pretty much the same. TCU's crashing back to earth. They're 4-4, four and four, with Texas and Oklahoma remaining on the schedule. They're probably not going to end up 500 in their own league. Oklahoma State lost to South Alabama 33-7. Then they beat Kansas State 29-21. TCU beat Houston 36-13 and BYU 44-11 before losing to Kansas State 41-3. West Virginia beat Pitt, Texas Tech, TCU in consecutive weeks before losing two straight to Houston and Oklahoma State. Baylor rallied from 28 down to beat UCF 36-35 three weeks before the Knights came to Norman and it was a two-point conversion away from tying number six Oklahoma with about a minute left Saturday. <clears throat> Same Saturday, this past Saturday, Houston took Texas to the wire, missing a fourth and one opportunity at the eight with 108 left, falling 31-24. I know there was a bad spot, or else maybe a game ends up a little differently. Oklahoma and Texas are clearly the front runners this year, but it hasn't been the case for some time. As they exit, that's probably the way it's going to be. Now, Kansas State starting to round into form. Longhorns have BYU and Kansas State coming to town the next two weeks. The Sooners go to Kansas, then to Oklahoma State for that emotional bedlam final, which is not the end of, hey, well, Oklahoma's leaving. This is the last Big 12 game for Bedlam. No, no, no. Right now, and we hope that the powers that be come together to get Oklahoma and Oklahoma State back on the schedule in a non-conference game. But right now, this looks like the last Bedlam game. It may be less than ideal for the conference to have two departing teams battle it out for the league title. But in this case, it's a huge asset. Both of those teams, Texas and Oklahoma, are definitely playoff caliber. But knowing that they're leaving your league is bittersweet, no doubt, for the Big 12. As I met, kind of alluded to and went through, going to be a very interesting league. Because remember, all the new people have already come in. No, the league is what it is, minus Texas and Oklahoma going forward. What a unique conference it's going to be. And with the winner going to a 12-team playoff, as it's currently constituted in the bylaws of the playoff format, it's going to be a topsy-turvy league year in and year out. Um, One of the 
things that um, jumps out at me when I watch Clemson this year is how few answers they truly have. They're first of all, they're four and three, three, count them one, two, three losses in ACC play. First time since 2010. The playoff hopes have been gone for so long. I, they've been gone before September was out. <clears throat> We're not done in October. And they're out of the ACC race. And I think the attitude, the hope, seems to be gone. You got Dabo Sweeney taking swipes at his fans. He's not someone that handles things very well, the criticism. They fell in overtime to Miami for the second time this year. They blew a double-digit lead and lost in overtime. For the third time this year, Clemson lost a game knowing they had no business losing. For the first time in a long time, that doesn't seem to be a path forward in a program that dominated. And it is, again, time to take a look at why the Alabama run under Nick Saban is so impressive. Now, they don't win the title every year. But in a down year, when they are trying to figure things out and they – don't really have a true quarterback, which are all parts of the job that you've got to do year in and year out. But Alabama normally wins with the superior talent, and they still have superior talent. But they don't have quite everything that they normally have the way they normally have it. Yet, they figure it out. They are well coached in addition to being an elite program. Clemson, is different. They are got a lot of talent. They're in a position to win. But they make mental errors, a lot of them. You turn the football over. Um, how they try to put their offense together around this quarterback it's not the same. The defense is underachieving. Um, I mean, exactly, they weren't exactly playing, you know, Tyler Van Dyken at his best. They were playing a freshman quarterback, Emory Williams, at Miami. Um, Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Why is that? Well, you look at, it's not the only year. If it's one year, it's you can fix it. It's been a few-year problem, and they haven't fixed it. And the reason is, is that Dabo Sweeney's not a fixer. Dabo Sweeney's a recruiter. He's a good guy, kind of a culture builder you know, big brother, father figure type. He's not a good X's and O guy. He can't fix things. Good head coaches, the best head coaches coach the coaches. Yeah, but you know, he won two national titles. Yes, he does. They're, they're guys that can do that. They won it because he had, had really good staff. He had really good coordinators on offense. They maximized what they needed to do and defensively they had Brent Venables for a long long time having coordinators good coaches coordinators and assistants are critical for any program but the difference is some coaches are great head coaches meaning they coach the coaches when things are not going well you as a head coach, as a strong X's and all guy, can help fix it, help groom it, help get it back on track. Dabble's not an X's and all guy. So when you lose Brent Venables, you have to hire someone just as good, and that's tough to do. When Nick Saban's looking for a coordinator, he's hiring somebody that will work hard, that will listen, that will do things a certain way, and he's going to guide that guy. He's going to give him some freedom, but he's going to guide him and tell him what he wants, how he wants it, and the system doesn't change. The system stays the same, and the new coach, as good as he is, as successful as he's been in the past, or as young or green as he's been, is going to come in and going to learn it the Saban way, the Alabama way. And so you have sustained success years and years and years and years and years. It never just falls by the wayside. But that wasn't Dabo Sweeney's defensive philosophy. That's Brent Venables. Brent leaves, philosophy's gone. And if you don't have that someone that can come in and do what Brent did, your program slips dramatically when you lose your offensive coordinator and he's lost those he's not been able to adequately replace them Garrett Riley's a bright young coach you know but they're averaging 10 explosive plays per game they're making too many mistakes defensively is the biggest problem they're not the same type of team in the past They've made mistakes on offense. They've taken chances. They've been explosive. But defensively, it's kind of carried the day for Clemson year in and year out. The personnel, the development of players, 
the development of scheme. They don't have that. Dabo Sweeney is not a heavy lifter in terms of football. And he's not been able to find those coaches. And that's the difference between somebody that can hit it for a while, ride the wave of the guys that kind of carry it, the the staff, versus someone that can take multiple coaches and multiple coordinator and position coaches and have that every staff be successful. Davo Sweeney has not won titles without Brent Venables as his defense coordinators. Probably would not have won one title had it not been for Brent Venables and his really bright offensive coordinators that he's had in the past. He doesn't have that. And not only is he not relevant nationally anymore, he's not even relevant in his own league. Ohio State seems to be rounding into shape. And by the way, you know, it's, again, doesn't mean that Dabo is not good at what he does. But we just talked about, like, USC and Lincoln Riley. He's got to figure out that he needs to be more of a head coach. And let me just say this. I'm noticing some positive signs from Lane Kiffin, who is a lot like Lincoln Riley in that he wants to win offensively where his style, stylistic offense is the reason what they win. But I think even he is starting to see a little bit that sometimes you need to play a little bit of a different style. Lincoln Riley needs to get USC more tougher, more physical, more defensive-oriented to blend with his offense. Dabo Sweeney unfortunately, I think it's in a worse situation because at least Lincoln Riley, he can change. He's a very good offensive coach. His ego needs to be put in check. He can get that program better. Clemson, I have more concerns of. The only way they fix it is if Dabo can hit again on his next Brent Venables, on his next Jeff Scott, Tony Elliott. He, it's it's going to be difficult because Lincoln Riley can fix it. Dabble can't fix it. Dabble needs to find somebody to fix it. And that's a little bit more happenstance. Ohio State, we've heard about how they're not all that explosive on offense. They're pedestrian at quarterback. And I think that's true. Seven and oh, they're four and oh in the Big Ten. They have two really good wins against Penn State, now Notre Dame. And while the grumbling continues about an offense that's hit and miss, the best news is that Marvin Harrison is like his old self, healthy again, carving opposing defenses. The running game needs to be better. The Buckeyes are hopeful of getting back two of their best playmakers in Emeka Abuka and Trayvon Henderson. Defensively, Ohio State is third in the nation in scoring, allowing 10 points per game. And JT2 and starting to play his best ball. In short, if the offense can catch up with the defense, and McCord says he thinks the offense is close to breaking through, the Buckeyes are as good a candidate as any in the national championship conversation come December. So 
I think the Buckeyes are built a little bit differently. They're built a little bit better at the line of scrimmage. Is it going to make a difference against Michigan? Can they match Michigan's physicality? Is Michigan not only as good as Ohio State physically, but are, are Michigan a little bit more explosive than Ohio State this year? Interesting. On the other side, Penn State's a familiar storyline. The offense is not elite. It's a lot of hype and a lot of talk. It's uh, one in 16 on third downs. No answers at wide receiver. They couldn't get their running game going. They were outplayed, not coached again. They lost to Ohio State. I'm certain they're going to lose to Michigan. Look, we just examined USC. We just examined Clemson. Let's talk a little bit about Penn State. James Franklin. Much like Dabo Sweeney, although they're different, they have differences, is a culture builder, is a recruiter. I think Penn State recruits well. I don't think they recruit as well as Michigan and Ohio State. I think that NIL might help them more in recruiting because I think James can recruit well. I think he is capable of recruiting about as well as any. Just like Dabo Sweeney. But like Dabo Sweeney, James Franklin is not a good X's and O guy. So you're dealing with... Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A guy that can't coach the coaches. He's completely beholden to his staff. He doesn't contribute anything to the X's and O part of the operation, just like Dabo Sweeney can't. Manny Diaz is a, what I call a, a, a hype man, junk defense guy that I think the defense has played pretty well, but it's not always sound defensively. It's hyper aggressive. They can make a lot of plays and the media and the fans love that. But down in, down out, they're not the sound, be in position, you can always count on them all the time type of style. But it's the offense that's really underachieving. They have, and then the side of the ball where Franklin did coach was offense. He didn't coach it very well, but that's his side. James is a talker. James is a, like Dabo, he's a, he's a 
James is a little bit more polished. James Dabo's more shoot from the hip. <clears throat> James Franklin's more polished BS guy. James has been unable, <clears throat> pardon me, to find the right match. And here's the problem for James and Dabo. Coaches are going to go and work for those guys only to help their career and only because they're at Clemson and Penn State. Coaches know who can coach and who can't. Good coaches tend to not respect or enjoy working for coaches that are not their equal in terms of their X's and O acumen. Now, some kind of like to work for that type of guy because then they can be the star and they can move up quickly and get their own job. So it, sometimes it can work to your advantage, but a lot of people, going back to Nick Saban, know it's going to be hard working for Nick Saban as, a, as an assistant, but you know you're going to learn a lot and you're going to become a better head coach yourself as a result of the association. That's not the case. You're going to get an opportunity if you do a good job working for Dabo Sweeney or James Franklin, but you're going to have to learn it on your own. You may get an opportunity because of the job you do, but then you're going to have to kind of understand that you're, you're doing it alone. You're given a lot of freedom. So if you just don't want anybody that's going to help and guide you and you want complete freedom, you can do that. But then when things get tough, you're, you got no one to turn to and you're the guy that takes all the heat when it's the head coach, that's the problem. And so it's a, it's a little bit of a, of a strange dichotomy for these guys. But with James, again, I mean, you can't win big-time games because he doesn't have his team in a position to do it. I don't think the coaching staffs at Penn State have been as good. I don't think I don't think people really respect in the coaching profession respect James Franklin all that much. Manny Diaz has had more jobs than you can shake a stick at. Yeah, he gets a lot of jobs. He has some value, but he's been fired from more jobs than you can you can mention. So they go in shorthanded, maybe relative to Ohio State and Michigan, shorthanded personnel wise but significantly shorthanded in terms of coaching. He's got that program in pretty good shape. They win. And I know there's probably a small percentage of that fan base is frustrated. But they're the third best program in the conference. Now, when you add Oregon, you add Washington, you add USC, what is that going to mean for Penn State, how are things going to shake out? Is Lincoln going to fix things at USC? At least USC will run in and outscore a Penn State on a, on a given Big Ten game. Oregon will beat Penn State most years. Washington, with 
currently the current program. Washington. More offensive oriented, but still has better defensive principles than say USC. They'll be so all of a sudden, they're the third best program before the expansion hits. But they may go to six pretty quickly. Penn State's got a lot of pride, a lot of tradition, obviously a lot of success. Historically, where they are under James Franklin is about as good as it's going to get. Oh, again, you can maybe upgrade the NIL and get better personnel in because James can recruit with the best of them. But coaching and assembling a staff and having the ability to guide a staff, it's just he's not – it's not what he is. So those are some thoughts there. Um, Let's look at some of the programs that are – I think are struggling. In the case of Ohio State this past week, making a statement that maybe it's a different team, but is it better? Is it more championship worthy? A reminder, you can get more detailed breakdowns of the game of football over at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of our football season sale that we've got going on, limited time offer. Try it out for a month, try it out for six months, but our football season sale is the best deal that we have going. So, Check it out. Uh, also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Always great to be with you. Spread the word, if you would, about the Landry Football Podcast Network and LandryFootball.com. Have a great one, everybody. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.